Next Chapter Podcasts. Hi folks, Ari Wood here. Before we get into this week's episode, I wanted to remind you that Midnight Public Radio is only one of many thousands of comedy podcasts out there in the vast universe of audio content. And today, we wanted to say a kind word about a show from Glassbox Media, hosted by a comedian who has hilarious chats with other comedians, as well as actors, influencers, and writers about pop culture and life in general. But don't take my word for it. Please do not sue us, LeVar Burton. Let host Jeff Dwoskin tell you all about Classic Conversations. Looking for a dose of nostalgia? Well, Classic Conversations is the perfect choice for you. Each week we dive into iconic moments from the past. Loretta Swit, Hot Lips herself. It's the longest kiss known to man. From timeless movie classics to unforgettable TV shows. Paul Verhoeven cast me as Dick Jones in RoboCop. Subscribe to our podcast, Classic Conversations, and relive the best of the past with us. Well, now that that terrestrial matter is taken care of, let's turn our attention once again to the cosmos as we continue Midnight Public Radio's recently restored series of classic sci-fi adventures, Outpost MG5. Far in the future, at the furthest reaches of known space, Outpost MG5 is a space station that defines the need to explore new realities. These are the stories of the humans and dozens of other alien species that are drawn to this unique and unusual societal experiment in the stars. We begin with a dark yet subtle twist on a modern amenity one would expect of any densely populated area, though now transported beyond our home world and the rules that govern it. Hi there everyone, welcome to the MG5 Astrozoological Park. Please find your seats and relax as we begin our hover tram tour. Here at the AZP, we have over 30 unique environments housing carbon, silicon, and boron-based lifeforms, including Quilarian moonsteeds, Valtrix horned hublers, and the mysterious Earth mammal known only as Kyle. Wait, Kyle? Like, there's a guy named Kyle in a cage. Kyle is in a cage, and it has a water feature. We'd like to extend a special welcome to the middle school class joining us from Covelas 3, and a very special happy birthday to Glorpia, who's turning 528. Happy birthday! Ooh. What's that on the left? That's the reptile house. Home to over 100 species with exactly zero warm blood. Also home to the embassy for the respected empire of spiny lizards. Uh, aren't we at war with them? Silence. The reptilian races are worthy of much respect. Respect and fear. And coming up, it's the home of the mysterious... Kyle. Uh, you guys got like an extra loincloth? Hey man, you need help or something? Brother, who doesn't need help, you feel me? What is this zoo? It's the Milky Way's only 
five-star rated zoological park, casino, and taffy dispensary. Thank you very much. Thank you, Glorpia. And may I say, you don't look a day over 475. Now we're in an area of the park I like to call God's Mistakes. This area has some of the most helpless and therefore worthless creatures the universe has to offer. Up first, the lobster. On old earth, these crustaceans would placidly wait in a tank as their family was picked out one by one to be consumed, even though they are on average more than a hundred times smarter than humans. And here we have the reverse owl. Discovered on the moon of Moloch 4, this creature for some reason has a beaked anus and a sphincter for a mouth. Personally, if they'd let me bring my plasma rifle in here, which is my right, I'd put this little fucker out of his misery right now. I actually don't think that would be so bad, to be honest. Unfortunately, we cannot let you handle, touch, or harm the animals. Unless you're willing to pay the initiation fee to join the Palladium Menagerie Club. PMC members are able to stalk any and every life form in the zoo. Plus, it only costs a paltry 29 million credits. Damn! You can hunt any animal you want if you're rich enough? Well, technically that isn't true. Menagerie members are able to hunt any life form in the zoo. So, you know, staff, patrons, or fair game too. What the hell? That's stone-cold capitalism, baby. Damn. You work here. You're here all the time. Don't you freak out knowing that some rich asshole could murk you at any moment? (laughs) Ha! Oh, me? No, 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 I don't worry about that. The PMC members, in addition to being valued customers of the Astrozoological Park, are actually pretty reasonable. It wasn't hard to talk to them logically and come to an arrangement. Uh, but look at that, we've come to the end of our tour. Thank you so much for joining our tour, and please watch your arms, legs, tentacles, and cybernetic fixtures as you exit the hover tram. Uh, this isn't where we started. What the hell, man? I parked where we started, over by the triple slot. Yeah, and what part of the park even is this? There's not a churl stand in sight. It's just like a big wooded area. Well... Unfortunately for you all, the arrangement I mentioned before involves me taking some of our most gullible and financially limited patrons so that you can be... what's the phrase? Um, That's it. Hunted for sport. You mean those rich assholes are coming here to kill us? Man, I knew I should have brought my damn class rifle. Well, you know what they say in the old Earth movie, life finds a way. Don't forget that if you make it out alive, you get a free Randy the Moonradish plushie from the gift shop. Outpost MG5 will be right back. This radio program is brought to you by Blisterine. Blisterine, the only rinse liquid you dump all over your disgusting blistered body. Make sure to buy some today. Blistering will make you clean and pain. And now back to Outpost MG5, where even the never-ending cycle of nepotism cannot be broken. 
morning, everyone. Bill, Tina, Zorgas, how was your family trip to Womga 7 this weekend? <laughs> right. The beaches are amazing. Who knew teal sand and beige water was possible? Anyways, hope everyone's ready to get the ball rolling this morning. The higher-ups are very eager to test out the new VX9000. You better believe we're ready, Chief. I've been suited up out here checking all the structural supports since 0600. It's not every day that you get to play around with one of the most sophisticated space cranes ever created. That's why I love you, Gorfog. You don't know the meaning of work-life balance. <laughs> okay, enough joking around, though. We might feel like kids in a crystallized Gundar secretion store, but this is serious business. We so much as scratched this thing and it's our asses. <laughs> My apologies, Orgus. That was not a jab at the fact that your species does not have anuses. Now let's get down to a... Uh, oh, um, sorry, but uh, where's the new systems operator? No idea, Chief. I assumed they'd be here by now, but this is their first day. Maybe they got turned around trying to find the control room? Well, they're supposed to be some kind of hotshot wonder kid. I hope this doesn't mean they play by their own rules, too. My ulcer doesn't need the stress. Relax, Chief. Remember my first day? Space Christ, we must have butted heads the microsecond I walked through the pneumatic door seal. But I learned the hard way, and now I know I... Can't take the pressure, so they had to call in a pro? <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Excuse me? Who in the space hell do you think you- Willingo Zunk. Systems operator Willingo Zunk. Reporting for duty, sir. You're late for your first shift, Operator Zunk. <laughs> Actually, Chief, I'm early. The temporal monitor in here is .45 macro moments ahead. Really? Uh, sir, I'm not sure that's right. I spot-checked all the terminal stations earlier, but- But we don't really have time for your apologies, do we? <clears throat> Gorefog. We're supposed to be delivering results. So back to business. That's the VX-9000, I take it? You tell me, Zunk. According to your resume, you helped write the training manual. Relax, Chief. I'm just yanking your space chain. Let's have some fun, shall we? Whoa! Good grok, man. Be careful. You nearly crushed Gorfog like a Morxian mudbug. <laughs> Mudbugs actually get to have sex before they die. Not like this space virgin. Hey! These VX9000s are always a little jittery on the first run, though, Chief. So what are we doing today? Scrapping some Yargonian freighters? Hauling a shipment of warp gas? Well, if you had actually read the mission briefing, you'd know that we're going to be testing the crane's precision movering capabilities. That's right, Gorf. You see those loose Riker conduits out there protruding from pylon bed of 14 zunk? Maintenance team screwed the pooch, and now we gotta remove them before any stray theta waves cause a chemical ignition. Only problem is, Behind the bulkhead, there's a storage tank for loose carcinite. If the crane's grip head is even so much as the Slezusian pubic hair off its mark, we aren't just up Shit's Creek without a paddle. We're up a fecal waterfall. <laughs> yeah, okay, well, let's do this thing. Hey, uh, Gorf buddy. Sorry about before, by the way. Sometimes when I'm in a new environment, I can come in kind of hot, but, uh, it's just a little good-natured ball-busting, right? All good, Zunk. Trust me. I can give as good as I get. 
where I come from, everyone is born with six balls after all, so I'm used to it. Zunk, I think you're getting a little too close to that command. Whoa! What on not earth just happened? I'll tell you what happened. Zunk here just severed a three billion dollar satellite dish off the side of the crawdamn station. Uh, did it actually make contact? <laughs> I didn't feel anything. Anyway, unrelated, are we sure this VX-9000 is calibrated right? Calibrating the fucking thing was your job. <laughs> okay, okay. Everybody calm down. This is just a minor glitch. The crane doesn't seem to be damaged at all. And we're just working out the kinks, right, sir? The kinks? This thing is one of the most flawlessly designed machines in known history. Yeah, but th that's also what, like, everybody said about the first generation of AI-powered sex bots. And we all learned about the Night of Bloody Groins in Space High School, am I right? What? Uh, technically, he is right, Chief. It might have been a little after your time, but I definitely remember reading about that, and, and it was gruesome. See? Gorf gets it. I, I think we can fix this, sir. Zunk, if you'll just switch from grip head to arc welder. Good. Now just slowly bring that crane arm back towards the pylon. Okay, got it. Holy shit, Zunk, not cool! You nearly killed me! That's it, Zunk. Power that space crane down this instant. I want some answers. Okay, yeah, for sure. Great. Um, powering down. Warning. Weapons activated. Why the fuck does a crane have an energy cannon? Zunk, whatever you're doing, stop it right now. Don't yell at me. Stress is bad for my decision making. Let me just, um, I'll, I will just... Operator Zunk, I hope you know a good lawyer, because you just vaporized my best engineer. But I, but he, you would, not again. For fuck's sake, you're supposed to be the highest rated systems operator to ever come out of the academy. Well, that's what they told me to say. Oh, fuck, I can't believe this is happening to me. Why, why did I listen to them? Who in the ever-loving shit are they? My parents! They said they had all the right connections. If I just came in with confidence that everything would work itself out, and in three months I'd be well on my way to a C-suite executive position at Archon Dynamics just like them. I knew I should have stuck to art history. Wait, did you say your parents were... Morgo and Yabza Zunk. VP and VPP of Organizational Operations at Archon Dynamics. Archon Dynamics, the company that donated the VX-9000 to the station. Y yeah. Y you heard of it? It's literally the biggest corporation in the universe. Everyone's heard of it. I guess that's pretty cool, right? <sighs> okay. Here's what we're gonna do. Bill, Tina, Zorgas, when the incident report gets filed... This whole situation goes down as a training accident. And maybe, just maybe, we'll get to keep our jobs. <laughs> I don't know, Zorgas. Maybe if Gorf hadn't been out there being such a fucking go-getter, he wouldn't be a cloud of atomized dust floating into the void right now. <laughs> <laughs>
Chief? Yes, Zunk? Do, do I still get to operate the space crane? I guess so. Fuck yeah! Uptown Zunk on duty. Stay on the edge of your seats, fellow space explorers. Outpost MG5 will return after these messages. Coming this fall, it's the Little Miss Blister pageant. That's right, Blisterine is corralling 600,000 of the prettiest little girls in America, deporting them to Vietnam, and seeing who comes back alive. Blisterine will make it clean and go to Vietnam. We return now to Outpost MG5 and a futile attempt to reclaim our traditions and what makes our civilization worth protecting. Hey man, what's up? Hey there, welcome to Old Sullivan's Old Sullivan's Authentic Bar Experience here at MG5. Come on in, grab a drink. We've got 100% authentic Earth cocktails and 100% inauthentic space cocktails. You can have as many as you want, so just let me know. Take a look at the menu. My name's Sullivan. I'm not related, but it's just a thing. Uh, yeah, I was just, you know, looking for the continental breakfast. Is that... Which continent? Oh, uh, whichever one the the hotel that's floating above this place offered. I thought they said to come down to the Terraform basement. Oh, you're staying at the Star Lodge. Yes. Have you met Darla? Darla. Oh, you will. You will. Don't even worry. It always happens to people who stay at the Star Lodge. Yeah, no, okay, so yeah, you're not in the right place. You want to go out of here, take a left, go down the escalators, get into the transportation tube. That's going to take you to the subway system. You can grab a sandwich there if you want, and then you head on over and you'll be there in no time uh, at all. All right. Hey, Chief. Do you want me to restock the steamers full of gobloid eggs? Or do you still want to call them Denver omelets? Well, I don't know, uh, Qualmar. If you don't restock them, then they won't restock themselves, will they? We have not invested in the auto-restocking. Whew. Tell you, you hire a couple of Glormlorians, and then you get, you, you know, it all goes downhill. I'm a space racist. I was going to say, are you being space racist to me or because I was about to leave. So are we. Hey, is this that dive bar they have on the station? That's right. Come on in. This is Old Sullivan's Old Sullivan's Authentic Bar. What do you want? You like a warm beer? We do all the Earth classics. I want a combo, baby. Give me one of those Earth combos. I hear all about it. This is what the Earth punk rockers used to do, right? They used to like drink the, the the shit stuff and then like a smaller shit stuff give me one of those you got it you're gonna get a 16 ounce shot of jim space beams liqueur and you're gonna get a tall boy and here at o'sullivan's old sullivan's that means a 49 ounce can uh of okay pabst space ribbon the only beer brewed on the moon yeah you know the big beer can and the 16 ounce shot that's a regular earth order I'm with it. Hey, other guy at the bar, cheers to me. Hey, cheers to you. Oh, you third guy at the bar. <laughs> Where'd you come from? No, I, I've been here since yesterday. Oh, hey, what's up, Harry? I'm all right. I'm all right. How are you doing, you? You. It's good. What's fun about this job is we take turns being the bar, the bartender and the drunk. So, you know, 
This is actually a piece of living theater created by the space station as a cultural experience. I love it already. I'm going to drink the 16-ounce shot and shut up for a second. Oh, oh it burns. Yeah, oh. yeah. Chief, <laughs> you don't know I put all the uh, gumbo sauce in the inside of the Pepsi Space Ribbon. What? Why would I tell them that? Why do they want to know how we stock our shit? Hey, does this uh, have some of that sauce in it? In this Pabst Blue Ribbon? Gobbler sauce. Yes. Oh, yeah. You put that in here? This is great. <laughs> Can I get another, um, what'd you call them? That old-fashioned drink. What was it? The, um, the vintage thingy. The long time ago. The long time ago's? Yeah, it's an old-fashioned drink. You take an orange and you muddle it. And you just, baby, you just keep muddling. Yeah, all right. Round of those for me and all the other ones at the bar. Let's all get them. <laughs> okay, this is you doing a lot. Yeah, so that's, see, it's, it's you know, this is what I like about this job is that I get to interact with real fucking degenerates. Thank you. You're welcome. It's 10, 10 a.m. somewhere. <laughs> Here. Chief, feeling better than I've never been to Earth. I know little of your culture. Do you think that right now that I don't know how to cook the Earth dishes? No, I don't, Qualmar. Because, well, they wouldn't have found out, but then you came out here and told it to me. This is why we have team meetings. Hey, yeah, you kind of said that out loud in front of all of us. We heard that. We heard all of that. Who's the wet guy? No, 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 I'm from Earth. I'm from Peoria. Uh, all right, all right, everybody calm down. Hey, my buddy looks thirsty. Get him a drink. Round on me. Oh, that's that's not a good idea. It's not, not everybody can drink the same things as everybody else. Is hey, a- wet guy from the back, you want a drink? Yeah. Oh, I'm, uh, I normally consume gas, but I'll give liquid a try. Uh, no, I, th- I actually read in your contract that's probably not a good... Listen, let's gas up that liquid. Okay, we got about 48 seconds to run the fuck out of here before he explodes supernova style. What's to carry me? Check, please. Thank you for joining us on this bold venture into a new frontier, Outpost MG5. And as always, keep looking to the skies. Thanks so much for listening. This is Ari Wood, reminding you to keep an eye on the stars and your ears glued to your radio. We'll be bringing you more stories from Outpost MG5 and a new season of Midnight Public Radio very soon. Be sure to follow at Midnight Gardeners on Instagram, or check out ncpodcast.com for more updates. And make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to Midnight Public Radio wherever you get your podcasts. Midnight Public Radio is a production of the Midnight Gardeners League with help from Next Chapter Podcasts. Brought to you by a grant from the Foundation for a Dumber World. Next Chapter Podcasts.